Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Yep. (laughs) This is what you need. Yep. Uh, yeah, I care about you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be friends. So stay tuned. So excited you're with me today. Good day, everyone. Yeah, you community of awesome, awesome. Tom, what's with all the sap? Hey, (laughs) this is a great community here. You just don't know. They're awesome. Yep, that's me having a conversation with myself. I'm always like, Tom, you're a little too cheesy. I just can't tell you out there that every time that (laughs) you interact with me or I just think about and imagine People that are just leaving baggage behind, they are improving their lives, they are building relationships, they're building community, that what that just energizes me. And I'm just so proud of all of you out there that are attempting to do the hard things. Maybe you're only 5% into it. You're like, Tom, I've listened to all your podcasts and I feel like I just am 5%. I'm not even hardly doing Man, 5% is a start. I don't care. 1% is a start. You are awesome. Don't judge yourself. You are starting. You're moving forward. Just keep that pace up. Time will allow. Situations will allow for you to move farther ahead. And you, if you have to listen to something again or you have questions, just let me know. And as you know, I have all this great resources for you to access and be able to purchase. No, I don't. Still, although was really inspired and I got a great kick in that beep this week to get some of that going and uh, inspirational kick. Okay. Right. My house isn't being foreclosed or anything like that. So yeah, don't panic. Not, yeah, you guys care a lot. I know that there was a momentary panic when you said that. So <laughs> let me just tell you, um, it takes me forever to say some things, doesn't it? I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I so Hope you are enjoying the tools and the conversation around improving, becoming a better person, building better communities, that you have a purpose. I believe it. You know, those of you that have listened for a while, that I'm a man of faith, but you don't have to believe that and that I appreciate you and there is no judgment here. Yes, I am part of the Christian community and I have to confess, sometimes I'm a little embarrassed by how we represent ourselves. I just believe in you. And please don't put me in a box. If you listen, you know that I hate being in boxes. 
I love people. I love community. I love people that desire to change. So today we're going to talk about, I was, uh, this is kind of morbid and a, a little weird, but I, I was thinking about how my dad passed. And I think I talked to you about that, that he died of pneumonia. He basically drowned to death. And, uh, but what would have happened and what was happening is that that led to sepsis in his blood, which was basically poisoning all of his organs and an infection in his blood that his immune system could not overcome. And it got me thinking about like the immune system and things that impact the immune system. And then I got to thinking of COVID-19 and you're just like, wow, that is a, it was a jumble of stuff that was in there. And you know, I've talked about previous podcasts and how I feel about the whole COVID-19, and I'm disappointed that the government isn't taking more of a stance on the side of how to strengthen your immune system, because your immune system is awesome, because like what happened to my dad dying of pneumonia, people get pneumonia all the time and fight it off all the time because the immune system is so strong. So what happened to my dad? My dad was 78, okay? My dad, I... I only remember him being sick once in his life. And I was probably eight-ish, and dad worked for a heating and air conditioning company, and it was coming up on fall. And fall is a really busy time for them because people's heaters are kicking on, and it tends to be where they find out what the problems are, especially at the beginning of the season or into the height of the season when things are stressed and in regards to heating systems and homes and commercial buildings. And so the company my dad worked for was, and I don't, I think it was a requirement that they get a flu vaccination. And so my dad had never had one. And so he went and got one. I have never seen my dad so sick in his entire life. And the arm that he gave was given the shot in, I couldn't even touch it for like two weeks. It was so tender. So my dad didn't get sick. And that was probably one of my first experiences that kind of led me to explore vaccines later in life. And some of you may be big proponents of that. And I may do a podcast on that sometime. Not necessarily the the subject matter that I'm tackling here. Um, it's, it's more about personal development and stuff, but not necessarily a fan because what proved true, at least this is anecdotally, right, for myself and my dad and my own family is that when we fed our immune system or we protected our immune system by not feeding it things that weaken it, like I'm just going to say this and you can all hate me out there, get ready to hate me. One, two, three. Sugar compromises your immune system like nothing else. And some of you are like, oh, I'm safe. I like potato chips. Potato chips are sugar. And some of you are like, oh, well, I just like alcohol. Alcohol is sugar. Okay. All right. Tom just jumped off his soapbox and... uh <laughs> so that shot you know that and those of you here tom keeps going on his soapbox but we might as well go down here a little bit so we can make some logic out of what i'm saying here um for something to work like a virus or a flu virus has to enter your body in strength well nobody wants to give somebody the flu so what they do is they give an attenuated or dead virus into a person, but they have to inject them with mercury and aluminum. And you're like, well, no, they don't. They do. These things are called adjuvants. And what they do, because these viruses are dead or attenuated, it means weakened, 
is that your immune system would ignore them, but the mercury and aluminum come in and they trigger your immune system to then build up antibodies, a humoral response that your body does naturally when it's exposed to things. And so when dad got that shot, those neurotoxins made him really sick and then basically, yeah, made, <laughs> made him sick. <laughs> And when he didn't get those flu shots, he never got the flu. His immune system was strong. So why at 78 did dad die of pneumonia? What happened to his immune system? And I think I talked about this when I in the podcast Kiss of Death is that dad, two years previously, had had cancer. And so they did chemo. He had had thyroid cancer. And being, this is hilarious. Here's another story from my previous podcast when I talked about Freebird and being free and uh, being an optimist was was part of that. As that's getting chemo and the family's like, Earl, so sorry you have to do that. And he's like, are you kidding me? The nurses at the VA treat me so nice. It's so nice to go there. It is like the, my favorite part. <laughs> that is just dad as he's getting chemo through an IV. He's talking about the wonderful nurses and how they pamper him. And hey, granted, my dad's been a looker his whole life. We've been accused of being brothers when I was a teenager. And one of the neighbors, as I was cleaning out dad's stuff, said, are you Earl's brother? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> it's always been a compliment to my dad, not necessarily to myself. So even as dad's getting chemo, he's being optimistic, which I think played a huge role in him recovering from cancer. And as I talked about in the kiss of death episode, that two weeks before dad died of pneumonia, he had have an MRI that showed him to be clear of cancer. Well, what happens? Those of you that know about chemo, you know, chemo kills the bad things, but it kills everything. And so that, and if you guys aren't familiar, and I'm not going to go too deep into this, but our immune system is built of the diversity and the strength and the populations of bacteria in our gut. And chemo kills all of that. It is the nuclear option. So, when my dad approached the ammonia, and I imagine he wasn't feeling well, but he had lived 78 years of his life with an uber strong immune system. What happened was that that immune system had been wrecked and he forgot and he didn't realize how vulnerable he was. And so he ended up succumbing to pneumonia and not taking the precautions because he was used to the strength that was previously there. Now, antibiotics, yeah, some of you are just like, oh, Tom, don't go there. I've taken a lot of antibiotics. Well, let's go there because we want the truth, right? You don't want to live in ignorance. Well, antibiotics do the same thing. They kill not only the bad stuff, but the good stuff. And you're like, Tom, why are you talking about all this immune system? We usually talk about these emotional things and, and all of this stuff. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up that point. And as we're 12-ish minutes, I don't know exactly how far we're into this. But one of the things that I've realized is there is a strong correlation between our immune system and like our emotional system and the way that we process things. That as we go through life, and there are things that come into our life like trials, situations, stresses. And as we process those, as we move through those, often like we do a sickness, and as we allow our bodies to build antibodies and our emotional systems to build antibodies to those, we get stronger. 
But when we remove ourselves from those situations, say sometimes like when we would have a fever and we take ibuprofen instead of letting the fever run its course to kill that bacteria that is in you, the ibuprofen short circuits that. And so we have momentary relief, but that bacteria is still present and needs to be destroyed. So in our life, there are situations that come up, okay, like uh, huge stress at work. And it is just pressing you and you just want relief. So you just want to quit your job so you can get out of that stress. But what happens when you see it through and you see resolution to that? What happens? Guarantee it. And you know this for a fact. Your ability to handle stress goes way up. Okay. Because it is the same way with our emotional system as with our immune system. We need stress. Our immune system needs to be exposed to germs because as it does, it builds strength and it needs to constantly be stressed. So you need like stresses. You need, let's say, trials in your life that come and they strengthen you like your ability to see something through like your stamina to be able to do something. Let me just use an example. When I started to work construction, had a real fear of height. And so I would get up on a 20-foot ladder and I would just be paralyzed with fear. And I would sit up there until I adjusted. And you know what? I did. And so the thing about our emotions and these things, it is not comfortable But our bodies are designed to adapt and to strengthen and your ability to handle emotions and stress are designed to be able to be strengthened. And so I then began to work off a 40-foot ladder. Well, guess what? 20 feet seemed like being on the ground after being up 40 feet. And then I went and worked on a lift that went up 60 feet. Wow, was I scared. Then 40 feet seemed not so bad. And so one of the things we can learn for our our immune system is that there are things out there that can short circuit it and we lose that strength and that ability to build strength. And like my dad with the cancer that killed his whole immune system, he ended up succumbing to that. And it would have been a season of rebuilding that immune system. Well, sometimes in life, and some of you have experienced this, we have that nuclear option that happens. Those of you that have experienced divorce have experienced that. The trust and the things associated with that, that love and commitment that have just been exploded. You need to treat that if you are in that place in your life and you have experienced the nuclear option It is a time for rebuilding. And unlike dad, when he had the nuclear option in his like physical immune system, did not realize that that needed to be rebuilt. Sometimes we don't realize that and we re-enter relationships before it's time. If you've experienced something like that, a huge traumatic event that has rocked your world. Sometimes that's the loss of a loved one and you feel like betrayed. Okay, remember... You can't necessarily rationalize your emotions because they are yours, but you feel all these things and they begin to affect you. That stuff needs to be rebuilt. And so you just can't enter a new relationship and take ibuprofen. And I use that analogy 
because ibuprofen short circuits the process of a fever, which actually kills things. So when you enter a new relationship after divorce and there's tension, you immediately want to avoid and not deal with those things. Those things need to run their course because they are going to strengthen that relationship. And we need to sit in those hard, comfortable times because the heat of those relationships often comes in and it kills things like ego. It kills maybe techniques of manipulation and control that one or both of the parties have developed. When you feel that heat like a fever in a relationship, it is powerful in its ability to kill things that should not be there. Bacteria, if not dealt with in the relationship, okay, we're talking about emotional bacteria, not physical bacteria. This is some Tom new terminology here. But if it isn't killed by the heat and intensity, and let me tell you, these encounters are often very awkward, and they're often at always, I shouldn't say often, always at inopportune times where you don't want to deal with them. But as you have experienced a very traumatic or the nuclear option with so much of what you have built that is part of your emotional system that, you know, protects you and helps you interact and have healthy relationship has been destroyed you have to rebuild that. So the trials and stresses of life, they are designed to make us stronger. And so what I'm encouraging you too often when those trials and stresses come, we just want to check out of them. We want to quit a relationship. We want to quit a friendship. We want to quit a job. We just, if we're in a court case and we know what we're doing is right and it's going to make something better for somebody else, but it's hard and we want to quit, those things are precious gems in our life. And part of this podcast, if not all of this podcast, is I want you to view the trials and the things of your life as opportunities. They are gems to bring you just incredible strength and resiliency. Okay. They are coming and I know it doesn't seem like it, but in small doses, you're just like, oh, this relationship is strained and it's causing me a lot of stress. How can you move into that and go into that and say, maybe there's something in me that needs to be addressed? Because so often people that we are having trouble with and angst with are, and I know you're going to hate this, but (laughs) I am here to be your friend, but not a pseudo friend, a real friend. But they often reflect something that is something that if we dealt with, probably wouldn't come up again. It still may be an issue for them, but it's highlighted because it's also an issue for us. Whew. Yeah, not, (laughs) I know I kind of, My wife needs her sweater, so hang on. She's in here. We might as well just roll with this. Hey, Adrian. Hi, Annie. Don't you love when I'm podcasting? I do love when you're podcasting. I'm really sorry to interrupt you. This is my Yup community. You can say hi to them. Hi, you guys. So she's in here getting her sweater because it's Montana and it's cold. And so you got to meet Adrian. Okay, you guys have fun. I'll leave you back to your business. (laughs) Yup, in here in the... Yep, podcasting studios, which also house my wife's sweaters. You're like, that is hilarious. So, yeah, I kind of got on this kick when I was thinking about the immune system, and it has so many correlations to our emotional system and how in the, the medical community, so much of what has been designed 
has been designed to short circuit that, which left in the natural course is not comfortable, but it's hugely powerful. Our bodies are designed to fight off unknown invaders. And they're also designed after they fight off those unknown invaders to develop antibodies to those unknown invaders. And so when you work on that, on your emotional system, the same thing is true. Like in the previous podcast, we talked about offense. Okay. As the trials and the temptations come in to be offended and you resist those and you move past those, you build a resiliency and strength to not be trapped and to see them coming. You become, I'm going to tell you, this, I'm getting goosebumps and I'm seriously true with you as I'm saying. I'm getting goosebumps. You become an incredibly powerful individual because I think 99% of the population gets offended, gets sidetracked, operates in bitterness, and it affects their performance and their ability to move in and out of things that they could move in and out of very quickly if they did not have that. So let's talk about and let's think. And as we move forward, this is what I want in your thought process. You are building your emotional immune system. Okay. As the trials of life, the daily trials, when your kids, you ladies out there, your kids, they are driving you to yell and scream. They're hurting you like cattle. You are being manipulated like cattle and you know it and you're so mad. Okay. Take that, turn it around, leverage it for your advantage and you're like, oh, this is just causing me to be stronger. And I'm quickly in the, it is in the podcast like uh, schedule, going to talk about kids and, and what they do. But you, you can take those little trials and you can take your stand and build your strength. And as your kids are pressing your buttons, you're just like, nope, this is making me stronger. Okay. What you did, there's a consequence, but I also have the ability to not be offended and still love you. So there. <laughs> is it okay to say that? It totally is. And in my book, that is a hundred percent win. When somebody does something wrong, there needs to be a consequence, but you do not, you should not, okay, and I'm gonna predict over you a little bit, you will not allow them to expend your emotional energy because you are becoming resilient and your immune system, your emotional immune system is becoming strong, okay? That doesn't mean that you become an an automaton, is that right? Like, you know, like a robot, no emotions. No, you have emotions and you are in complete control of them. And so when it comes time for like discipline or consequences, that is not the time for emotion. That is the time for sentencing, okay, where that is spelled out. And as you build that emotional immune system, you build incredible strength not to fall prey for the things that usually drove you to expend a ton of energy and then deal with guilt and shame afterwards because there was anger and all kinds of things wrapped up in it that didn't need to be wrapped up in it. And so as you strengthen your immune system by allowing these trials, these small things to come in. So if there is like the nuclear option that comes in, maybe you have that immune system to beat that. This is the information that you will not hear in the mainstream media about cancer and some of the major diseases. Most of you in your lifetime will fight cancer unknown to you, unbeknownst to you, seven to ten times because your immune system is strong and it defeats it, okay? When it has opportunity is when it's weak. And when it's weak, okay, there's two things. And 
These are opposite ends of the spectrum. It is not stressed or it is way too overstressed. Okay, so you have to be exposed to stresses. But you also, in those seasons where things come in like a flood, that's why community is so incredibly important. And I tell you, when my dad passed, my community came around me. And you guys, as you heard what happened, your thoughts, and those of you that are people of faith, I don't care what faith, you were praying for me. And it made a difference. Community makes a difference for those times when you are overwhelmed. All right. So... (laughs) strengthen your regular immune system by, and I talked about this in previous podcasts, so you can go back and listen to some of the early podcasts, especially around COVID-19, but your emotional systems, let those things that bug you or, yeah, those hard things, let them come in and leverage them to make you stronger. And you're like, Tom, how do I do it? Well, we can get into that later. When you're like, well, Tom, you better because you're leaving me and you're telling me that I need to do this. (laughs) Let me just tell you the first and the foremost thing that does it is perspective. If you change your perspective about the things that come in and versus like, oh, why did this happen to me? I must be an awful person to, oh, man. The universe thinks that I'm worthy of this trial to build strength in me. Okay, I use the universe. You know I'm a man of faith, and so I'd use God. And uh, it isn't because I know from my belief system, universe fits into that. And I'm not worried about offending any of you because you're strong. You've got a great immune system. If I did, just take a breath, like hold it for a second, let it out. Yep. And uh, listen to me tomorrow. It'll be all better. <laughs> Oh, my friends, you have so much potential. You are already being so impactful. Um, You have so much wisdom. Yeah, make that immune system just bomb-proof. Let those things come in. We need strong people like you. We need people that believe and have stamina and can move through the trials of this life and be leaders. You are the leaders. And so go out there, make a difference because, (laughs) yep, I got you. I do. I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.